You're listening to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. It's a comedy podcast brought to you by Love Dev. It's episode 57, Cabin Poo. Love Dev Bar Pager. Amazon! <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been a delivery right as I've just started recording this podcast. I'm not even kidding you. Amazon! Do you remember in the last podcast I said I'm going to shout out all the deliveries that are happening whilst I'm recording this podcast? Straight away, Amazon is in there. It's a lady. She's got a box. She's at the door. She's at the neighbor's door, not my door. Um, and she is waiting for it to be answered. Is anyone going to answer it? Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? No, the porch is closed. Oh, she doesn't know what to do. No, she's still standing there. Most delivery drivers don't stand there for more than a minute, do they? Oh, she's giving it another try. Oh, no, actually, she's opened the porch door. She's stuck it in. She shut the door. Success! Yay! Get on your phone, bab. She's on the phone. That's it. Oh, it's a lady as well. You don't see many lady delivery drivers, do you? She's a lady. Off she goes in a white van. Lovely. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you've all had a lovely week. My week has been absolutely boring. Nothing has happened in my world. Absolutely zilch. Apart from watching delivery drivers, that's all that's been happening. Oh, do you know what? There's nothing worse. There is nothing worse than missing Binde. Now, <laughs> he's talking about bins. Oh, my God. Right. What it is, right? Our bins get collected every week. Right? Your normal bin. Your normal waste bin. But recycle bins... As a lot of people know in the UK, probably everywhere else in the world, wherever you're listening, recycle bins get taken every fortnight. On the Wednesday night, when you got to put your bins out for the Thursday morning for them to collect, they come very early, don't they? I said to my missus, I said, Sheila, can you put the bins out, both of them? <laughs> and you know what? I thought she did it. Now, they're still sitting on the drive while everyone else is, is up, up on the pavement front of their house to be collected. And there's us. Now, we're all right. And the belt, both the bins are almost full, right? Now, I think there's nothing worse than bin day that gets on my nerves. <laughs> because I know I've got to wait another fortnight for them to be collected. And the bins were absolutely jam-packed. You couldn't put anything anywhere. You couldn't put the paper in the paper. You couldn't put your plastic, your tin, your other stuff that goes in the recycle. Because you can't mix them together, you see. The bin men get very frustrated. And I understand that. Because I think one day, my missus mixed the cardboard with the metal. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not taking it. Now... They didn't take it. <laughs> I think they looked in the bin and went, 
these people can't even be bothered to to uh, sort out their recycle bin. So they left it on <laughs> they left it on the pavement. And this was a uh, you know a, a while ago, a long time ago. So I've always had that in the back of my mind. Right, stuff has got to be where it's got to be. And sometimes Sheila will throw in a cardboard box, you know, in the big big side of the bin where it shouldn't really be going in. Oh uh, mate, I'm I'm there. Some, sometimes I'm there for five minutes trying to trying to uh, empty it out. <laughs> sort out the bins. There you go. I'm talking about bins, people. <laughs> what else is there to talk about? Oh uh, yeah, we've been a planning going on in the house, you know. You know I talk about my garden, I love my garden. <laughs> so Sheila, she wants to have a her birthday's coming up, right? It's two days after Christmas Day, I know, and um, she she's having a themed birthday party because she's inviting some of her cousins over. So it's a ladies' night. <laughs> so Sheila told me to order a fire pit for the garden. Right, nice. We ain't got a fire, you know, one of them fire logs in the house. Be good to have one in the garden, you know. At least you can sit around a fire. And now she wants a red Indian themed. <laughs> she wants a red Indian themed party, so she's gone and ordered one of those. Um, what do you call them? It's an Indian headdress. You know what the red Indians wear on their head? We've got one of them now. It's a proper one. <laughs> Wasn't that expensive, to be fair? But it's nice, handmade, proper red Indian. <laughs> I should go as a cowboy in it, even though I'm not invited. <laughs> I can go as a sheriff or the sharif. <laughs> so another car's pulled up. I think it's a delivery for me. I'm not really sure. He's pulled up right in front of me house. I oh, know. I've I've got to stop doing this. He's uh, he's definitely a delivery driver. What's he got? Delivery. Oh, somebody's ordered a takeaway. <laughs> Someone's ordered a takeaway. 20 past 11. He's looking for the house number. It's not me, mate. He, yeah, he's gone to another house. Who orders food at this time of the day? It's 11.22am here right now in the UK. And someone's ordered takeaway, man. <laughs> Who's ordered takeaway? No way. <laughs> There's some rebels on my road, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. To be honest, when I first saw him, I thought, you don't look like your normal, you know, Amazon uh, <laughs> delivery driver. He just looks like a normal dude. I thought he was a taxi driver. <laughs> he's delivering food that is madness I thought I I can imagine Lond- London is probably like that because such a big city they must get orders all the time <laughs> maybe somebody's working from home that's what it is and I thought I want a fancy a takeaway and they've actually gone and ordered it legends <laughs> I love it Right, okay, let's get back to the podcast. Otherwise, 
you're just going to hear me talking nothing but absolute rubbish, which is, quite frankly, it's happening right now, isn't it? <laughs> um, I wanted to do a quick weird news story. I'm going to do a double weird news story, maybe. Because uh, this one, I think, is absolutely brilliant. So this weird news story is China asks cabin crew to wear nappies to help reduce COVID-19 risk. <laughs> China's asking their cabin crew to wear nappies. That is, what is going on? Eh? <laughs> don't, so I'm guessing the staff on an aeroplane, they don't have their own toilet, do they? They have to share what, what the passengers use. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, man. Right, so here is a story. The way we fly has changed because of global coronavirus pandemic, but few would have thought that nappies would be introduced into flights. <laughs> However, this is the case in China, as the measure is apparently being introduced to reduce the risk of catching the virus. <laughs> to stop the spread of COVID-19, China's aviation regulator has recommended that cabin crew on planes do not use restrooms. <laughs> Instead, the regulator recommends that cabin crew members wear disposable nappies. That is mad. Which will save them getting up and possibly spreading the virus on the flight. So, is it the cabin crew that are going to be spreading the flight? Oh, because they're always on the plane. Makes sense. Different passengers are coming on, sitting there for a couple of hours, whilst the cabin crew are doing a, a poo. <laughs> you know how a baby does a poo, and you know, everyone knows when their child or their niece or nephew, grandchild, is doing a poo, in it? Because they pull that face when they're standing there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Being on an aeroplane. <laughs> and the cabin crew, you're talking to the cabin crew, I don't know, maybe saying you want a, a martini. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're just standing there, pulling that face and going... <laughs> You'd think that they're having a stroke, innit? <laughs> Because if it was me, I would think they're having a stroke. I'm not... <laughs> Man, this is, this is crazy. So while the way flights are undertaken has changed this year, it's probably one of the most radical alterations to plane procedure. One of the most. I think that's the biggest thing that anyone has ever thought of. Quite frankly, I think it's absolutely bonkers. Because if I was a cabin crew, nah, man, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could not do it, man. You know, just it's that dignity thing, isn't it? I mean, I've looked after people, old people that have to wear pads. We call them pads, obviously, adult nappies. But you know, it's not a nice thing to 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 see. <laughs> and doing it yourself, oh mate, the civil. <laughs> The Civil Aviation Administrator of China wrote the advice as part of its 49-page set of guidelines 
that implemented to reduce the risk of COVID-19, it did note that not all flights are necessary, need to get out the talcum powder upon arrival. Nappies should only be used on flights to and from areas where 500 in every 1 million people have coronavirus. So, basically, if you're flying from one country to another country, say, I don't know, I'm just I'm just saying, okay, I'm not saying these countries have got it. Say you're flying from UK to India, and then you've got to come back from India back to the UK, obviously. That's when you start wearing the nappies. Because <laughs> if you're flying back from India to the UK, you're going to have to wear a nappy. <laughs> and it's not even coronavirus related. <laughs> it's the food you had that many curries in India proper curries by the way not like you get in the UK I mean the UK ones are good they're alright but not when you go to India and you have had a curry in India man you're not that's when you know you've had a curry it's a different it's on a different level but obviously, there are side effects to them curries. <laughs> so you're going to have to wear a nappy. Jesus. And that's why they call it the deli belly. Because the, if you've never heard of the deli belly, if you say I've got the deli belly, it means basically you got the runs. <laughs> that's what it means. That's what they're trying to say. It depends where you're flying to. So uh, maybe they might have to wear it if they're coming back from India. Let's carry on with the news. So here are the guidelines. This is what the guideline has written. Um, it's recommended that cabin crew wear disposable diapers and avoid using the lavatory, unless in special circumstances, to j- reduce the risk of infection. Right? Okie dokie. The advice comes alongside many new guidelines for cabin crew employees in the guidelines. There are notes on mental health practices. And it seems that regulating authority is particularly conscious of the psychological impact of the pandemic. (laughs) Many industries are changing their practices because of the global pandemic. Man, this corona COVID virus has just called chaos for everyone. (laughs) And it is changing the way people work and live. Where, while the changes appear to be coming from the right place and ensuring the safety of frontline staff in numerous ways, some may find the practice of adult diapers slightly odd. Um, slightly odd? <laughs> what, just a bit? I don't know, I think it's all right. Yeah, let, let all the cabin crew, even the pilot. <laughs> Even the pilot <laughs> going down for a landing. Ah, no, ignore that one. Oh, what is the so? With that said, if it does lower transmission rates, it could be adopted more widely. So basically, if it works, they might keep it. <laughs> Would their salary go up though? I mean, if that was a demand that you have to wear a nappy. If you want to be an air pilot, if you want to be a hostess, you, you a cabin crew, you have to wear a nappy. Now, I think I would probably do it. I don't know how much cabin crews get. I know they make a lot of money, cabin crews do. Family friend of mine, 
actually works. She's a she's a cabin crew. I think she works for British Airways. I wonder how much she makes. She's quite loaded, actually. She's married to a pilot. <laughs> I wonder how they met. Wee! So <laughs> I don't know, man. So <laughs> probably do it if it was what two hundred pound an hour, and it's a twelve-hour flight. You'd be loaded, wouldn't it? In your pants. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't. I would wear it, but I don't think I would do anything in it. Um, even if I was desperate, because I know you don't have to stain it because it's disposable. <laughs> But you, that doesn't make no sense, actually. Right, so you're wearing a nappy. You, you're you going to have to take it off, right? Where do you take it off? In the toilet. So you, it doesn't make any sense because you've still gone into the toilet and then you've got to put it in a bin where all the rest of the cabin crew's nappies are. <laughs> And the smell and everything else, mate, forget it. <laughs> I don't want to be no cabin crew. <laughs> so here it ends with trips to China currently restricted, but if they ease, then countries with high infection rates, like the US, may begin seeing cabin crew in adult diapers in the future. If you're flying to the United States, you're going to have to wear a nappy. That's basically the whole story. <laughs> Tell you what else has gone down. The kids are off now. <laughs> I got my daughter at home. The kids are in the UK. I've had an extra week off from from school, so they're getting a three week holiday over Christmas because the government wants to control the spread of COVID nineteen. <laughs> Mate, it's been a great year for kids. They've had more time off from school. Than anyone who's got a job. (laughs) When I used to work for the NHS, we got seven weeks holiday. You get seven weeks full paid holiday over a year, right? And then I think it goes up like, I think it goes up to eight or nine. I think it's eight weeks. It depends how many, how many years of service you've done. But I mean, eight weeks is a lot. It's what, two months? Literally. So you're really, really only working uh, what um, ten months a year, if you look at it in that way. But <laughs> the kids have had; they've been off for ages, man. <laughs> they've had a cracking year, ain't it? A lot of them have. Those who do, who hate school, probably loving it right now. And I remember the times when I used to wag school. If you don't wag, means it means when you're skipping school. So you're meant to be in school, but you don't actually go. And I've done that already. I've probably already mentioned it. But <laughs> explains why my IQ is so low. <laughs> Schools are the best days of your life though, I think. It was one of one of my best days in my life. No responsibilities. You got no bills. You got no mortgage. You don't worry about nothing. It's probably why kids don't care when they're at that age. And then you obviously you realise as you get older that you probably should have done better than than you should have. And you know you could have. You know you. I mean, I used to be in set two for science. <laughs> I could have been a scientist. Who knows? <laughs> 
but I chose the comedy life. And this comedy life is going to bring you a no stupid questions, as always. And then I'll end the podcast. And there's me sitting there thinking, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, talk about bins, love, Dev. <laughs> People love bins. That's a great idea. <laughs> FedEx. Just in a FedEx fan go past. <laughs> right. Let's do a, a, an old stupid question. Are you ready, guys? Obviously you are because you're listening to the podcast. Otherwise, you probably would have turned it off by now. So here is the no stupid question brought to you by Reddit. This one has been posted by Shawnee Slim five hours ago. (laughs) And the question he asks is, get ready for this one. How do gangs keep track of who's a member? (laughs) How do gangs keep track of who's a member? Well, most gangs are friends, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I think they're all friends. They all know each other from the same hood or the same area, same school, maybe. I know in America, you they used to have the, the probably still around, you had the Crips and the Bloods. Is that right? And one would wear the black bandana and the other one would wear a red bandana. So that's how you identify... Who's in what gang? And but GTA is like that. Grand Theft Auto. If you ever played Grand Theft Auto, the gangs have different colours in the game. So <laughs> that's how you identify who's who. Shawnee Slim says, growing up in my area, you'd always hear the wannabe tough guys saying, they're a blood or a crip. Okay, they're still around then. And you better not mess with them. And for everybody saying they were in a gang, there was someone else saying they better not let a real member saying they represent them. So how does a gang as big as the Bloods or the Crips keep track of who's an actual member? <laughs> I know they are marking like tattoos and clothing that can identify a gang member, but can whatever they want tattooed on them or wear certain colours. You just answered your own question, mate. <laughs> He has, hasn't it? He? he said the wear clothes and the way they have tattoos. A tattoo is a big identifier as well, isn't it? That obviously tells you what gang or cult you're following. You've answered your question, buddy. I don't even know why you're asking Reddit. <laughs> Let's see what some of the people have said. So one person said they know each other or they don't. Each of them knows someone who knows someone. Who knows the other? <laughs> That's a great answer, isn't it? It's someone who knows someone who knows the other, but not the other. The other dude with someone who knows someone. I know a man who knows a dog who knows a man. It's that I know a man who knows a dog, isn't it? <laughs> That's hilarious. Here's another comment from somebody else. There are also zones. Ah, yeah, yeah. Postcode, isn't it? Postcode gang warfare. Where are you from, blood? I'm from B21, innit? B21? B21 is postcode for Hansworth in Birmingham. If you say from B21, everyone knows Hansworth. Everyone thinks Hansworth's a bad area. It's not, really. It's got gangs. It's got... I like Hansworth. Any... <laughs> Great. 
So everyone knows gangs. It's yeah. So it's true. Um, so as I said, there are zones like six nine was Trayway Bloods. In other words, it's like basketball. You know the people on your team, and your team might represent a certain organization, and you don't know many other people on the other teams, but represent the same organization. It's all confusing. <laughs> Gangs are confusing. They chip each other like dogs they are. Whee! Monkey smacker. Straight in there. <laughs> he would never say that to the gang, because they would probably do something really nasty to him. Here's the last comment. They operate like a club or a social group. There is a database or directory that is kept with ranks. Now, I've seen gangs use Instagram. Instagram is terrible for that, honestly. I mean, if you want to draw... I mean, I shouldn't... No, I'm not even going to mention it. But if you want a certain something, just Google it. Uh, search for it. Not Google it. Can you imagine that? Google's got it. <laughs> I need... Uh, you know what? And Google says, right, your local supplier will give you... Now, but if you go on Instagram and say you want a certain medication, should we call it, and search for it in your area, you will find people with their own account, their own profile. They've got pictures of their stuff. <laughs> Honestly, there's pictures of what they're selling, and they'll go like, this has just come in, and this, this one smells lovely, and this one's called that. This one's called Monkey Dust. It's great. <laughs> and you can message them. Oh, mate, where are you? Can you deliver it? Yeah, deliver it. <laughs> Probably what that Indian guy just come round for. You want a takeaway? Someone's gone on Instagram. <laughs> Someone's gone on Instagram. Said, all right, mate, I need so-and-so sorted. You want any toppings? Yeah, I want toppings. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this podcast, and I hope you love it too. Um, I think that will be the end of it. If you can, leave me a review. Do you know what? I was number 16. I got an email yesterday. It said, you're number 16 in the stand-up charts on Apple. I thought, that's brilliant. Number 16, that's great. It's obviously the algorithms. I've seen it at like 89, and it goes up and down every week. I'm not even going to boast about it anymore. But a quick little review, a quick download, share it with your friends. The more listeners, the better for me. 27 minutes <laughs> of pure nonsense. Right then, that's it from me. I'll speak to you guys next week. It might be the Christmas special. Who knows? I've got nothing to talk about. Well, apart from bins, where else can you go? <laughs> leaves? God, don't talk about autumn leaves. Right, okay then, I'm going to go. I love you all. Thank you for listening. This has been a crazy little thing called love. <laughs>